Hello and welcome back to episode four mm-hmm. of the Get Jack podcast. And today we're going to be talking about um, how to do a good check-in. Mm-hmm. Now I can't remember if we said we would do a topic at the end of episode three. Oh yeah, me neither. But because if I said <laughs> we're doing a topic, I forgot. So <laughs> if I said something else, we're not talking about that. We're talking about check-ins yeah, surprise. and how to do a good one. So this is, I suppose, to be honest, not very relevant for non-clients. Yeah. So, if you're not a client, you can skip to episode five. <laughs> Unless you have a coach and you don't, you know, it might not be us and you don't know. If you have a coach, you should be leaving that coach. <laughs> you should be coming to us. Anyway. So, how did I good check-in? Yeah, and the general importance of check-ins as well. Um, yeah. And the value. And the, the difference between a good check-in and a bad check-in. Yeah. So, suppose what a lot of, well, should we talk about check-ins first? Yeah. That's what's, that's, that's, a check-in. What is, what yeah. is a check-in before we say yeah. what a good one is? So, a, ch- a check-in is generally... Mm. I interview um, you. Okay. <laughs> so, Jenny, what is a check-in? So, a check-in is usually a chance for you to update your coach on how you're doing. So, a lot of people would think it's probably just weighing themselves um, and... As part of our check-in, we ask for a few different things outside of just weighing yourself. So we want people to weigh themselves, if appropriate. Um, most of the time it is, but some patient, eh, patients, patients. <laughs> some clients, um, that's not necessarily the best thing for them. Um, so majority of people will ask you to weigh yourself. Uh, most people get weighed. Yeah, yeah. most people um, weigh yourself and take specific measurements. Um and so like your you know main ones being your waist your hips your thighs um your arms guys can do chest obviously for females i know a lot of my female clients like to do it but Mm -hmm. obviously it's not um it's a marker of progress because obviously it's part of your fat loss i suppose Um, i tend to ask females not to do the chest just because it's a high fat area and some females have big boobs and some females have little boobs and that's just how they are so yeah but you will still lose fat there. Yeah, I know, but that's just why I asked that out. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Anyway, um, so measurements being those kind of main areas, your weight and um, your progress photos, these hold a lot of value, which we will go into. Um, Underline the word a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those three things, plus filling out a check-in form. Now that check-in form usually um, gives us a breakdown of how your week has been um, and it relates to basically everything that can contribute to your weight loss or fat loss or your muscle building, whatever your goal is. We want to know all these different factors and how they have been for you throughout this past week because they will more than likely be, um, like I say, a factor, a really important factor in your progress. Um, and we usually ask people to check in once per week mm-hmm. um, because that's a really good time frame to, you know, have completed everything. Yeah, totally. Regular week. Seven days to see. Well, to assess how your your how things have been since your last check in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next question. <laughs> that's what a check in is. That's what a check in is. Yeah. So. Um, if my goal is fat loss, mm-hmm. so I'm going to, so, right, just for the, the simplicity here, with our check-in forms, we look at stress, stress management, mood, um, cravings, sleep quality, sleep length, 
Uh, do you feel like you've progressed? Do your clothes feel better? Do you feel fitter? Do you feel stronger? Do you need help anywhere else? That's the sort of general topics that we cover, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know that, that's what we cover. Mm-hmm. Now, I am a client, I've come to you and I want fat loss. Mm-hmm. I look at a check-in form that says, how's your sleep been, how's your mood been? And I'm think, thinking, uh, what's the fucking point in this? I just mm-hmm. want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Why am I tracking all these things? Good question, client. <laughs> um, so like I was saying before, all these factors that we ask about in the check-in form have a purpose um, because they are largely related to your fat loss journey. So the reason why we ask about your sleep, I imagine we'll talk about this more. Have we spoken about sleep before? No, we'll, do, we we'll do an episode on sleep. Yeah, That's we'll do a whole there. episode yeah. on sleep. Um, but basically, if you have shit sleep, then um, it will impact your results in a negative fashion. Um, I believe Jack has got... No, keep talking. I'll find it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, sleep is really important um, people really underestimate sleep um, we ask for sleep quality as well as length so basically how well do you think you've slept so you might look at your Fitbit or your watch that you might wear throughout the night or you might look at the time that you go to bed and look at the time that you wake up and be like oh, I, I probably get about my 8 hours it's like yeah but do you you know is that a good quality eight eight hours do you toss and turn the whole night do you get up and look at your phone for an hour in the middle of that um are you up for the toilet all the time um anything else that can affect your quality sleep no no maybe some people just need more than eight hours some people just need to sleep 10 yeah Yeah. and so they sleep they are sitting at eight and go yeah but you're due to your activity you need 10. okay some people need that. Mm-hmm. Remember, I did a study on it, and they said that I think NBA basketball players need more sleep than any any other athlete. Really? Because of how much training they do, and they need on average fourteen hours sleep to recover. Really? Yeah, so eight, eight is not really enough for them. They're almost wow. double. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's what Jenny was saying. That I said, just skip over for a second. They did uh, a study on weight loss and the effect of sleep, and essentially, sleep is the most important thing. Um, and the reason for that is it just sets the body up for success. Your body needs to be recovered and ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's not about, you know, I can survive. It's about being efficient. If you want to lose weight, you need to be efficient because your body needs to be in a prime spot to lose that weight. Mm-hmm. So what that is, they put people into a diet and they track their weight loss. And then after, I think it was after two or three weeks into that diet, they then took half of them and restricted half of their sleep. So they put, they really, over a 14 day period, they had given them disturbed sleep, whether it was sleeping under seven hours or getting woken up during the night, mm-hmm. um, tossing and whatever it was they did to them, they gave them a disturbed sleep. And the result of that was that their weight loss reduced by 55%. And what I mean by that is, on average, is if you were losing two pounds per week, you're now losing less than one pound per week. That's how much the sleep affected you. Mm-hmm. Moreover, even though the calories stayed the same, so they're, they're losing less weight even though calories didn't change, they also felt hungrier. They felt less satiated after they ate their meals. So that sense just means they felt, uh, they had more hunger, uh, like they didn't feel as full after the meal and they had limited energy. That limited energy then led to lower motivation, lower mood, uh, which then bled into the rest of their day in terms of wanting to work out, wanting to go out for walks, etc. 
um, and they just felt like shit essentially. So just by having poor sleep, they didn't lose, they lost their like weight loss slowed down by over half. They felt hungrier, their food didn't leave them feeling full anymore and they had a lot less energy. So that's why sleep is important even if all you care about is fat loss. Mm-hmm. So again, we'll do another we'll do another full podcast on sleep. Mm-hmm. It's really important and how to optimise it and the effects of um, poor sleep. Um, but yeah, we ask about sleep because, like you say, it's probably mm-hmm. one of the most important factors in your, your journey. Um, we ask about your mood because if you're feeling really crappy, we want to make sure that it's um, not down to you being really miserable. Maybe you've gone extra hard on your diet without... You know, telling us maybe you're like going cold turkey, not having any of the mm-hmm. nice foods. Maybe you're just really miserable. We want to, you know, you shouldn't, you should be able to diet relatively easily in a sense. Of the yeah, diet should be comfortable. You shouldn't, shouldn't be, be in pain. Yeah. Um, nope. What else, Jasper? Sleep, mood, mood, stress. Stress, yeah, because um, again, that could probably be a whole topic in itself. But you'll find it's, that stress and sleep will have the yeah, same effect. So if you have high stress. High, low sleep causes high stress. So if you have high stress from whatever, then you'll find you'll have the same issues with lack of sleep mm-hmm. with regards to weight loss, hunger, um, satiation and stuff like that. And so when you're stressed, your cortisol levels are generally higher and that generally leads to water retention. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, um, because cortisol is a hormone, it'll affect the way that your body is able to drop fat mm-hmm. um, and it'll probably affect your hunger levels and things as well because again that's all controlled by hormones so just find anyone asking what's water retention um, <laughs> your body retaining water yeah well, people have asked me that before people okay. have said to me why does water retention cause you to gain weight okay. and my example is always if you wore a t-shirt into the shower and then walked out would you weigh more yeah. Your t-shirt's soaking wet, so yeah. of course you'll weigh more. It's the exact same. There's just your more body. water in your body, yeah. and so you're going to weigh a little bit heavier. Yeah. Um, so that's what a check-in is, yeah. and that's and that's why we track things other than weight mm-hmm. and um, photos and measurements. Yeah. So they're all really small parts of the picture. So we now know why you have me tracking stress and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to weigh myself, but I'm not comfortable taking pictures. Why do you want me taking photos? Okay, good question, Glenn. <laughs> um, photos are invaluable. Um, arguably, more so, they're more important than your weight, um, especially at the start of your journey. So I know a lot of people aren't comfortable with taking pictures every week. Maybe some people, you know, when you obviously if you come to us and you want to change yourself, you don't, you're not happy with how you look in the mirror. So I understand that it's difficult for people to take pictures all the time. Um, what I have done with people is, you know, every second week taking photos, but the most important, like I would say the single most important thing about progress photos is taking them at the very start. And again, I know that's hard when you don't like how you look, but they never get shared with anyone. Um, so they are like, you know, your coach sees that picture and nobody else. So it's not like it's going out to the world. It's not like... I would never get shared if it's a transformation picture and they see... Your head's cut off. I could do that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so never be too scared to send us anything um, out of fear that anybody else is going to see it I suppose um, but like I say you know your your body especially when you well A are a female or like B are weightlifting or weight training um, because of the like muscle everybody knows muscle weighs more than fat so when you kind of generally get toning quote unquote toning mm-hmm. and you're dropping that body fat and you're gaining a little bit of muscle 
you might find that the scales don't actually change that much but your body composition i.e how much fat Fat. to muscle ratio you have across your body will largely change and you're never going to see that if you never have a picture from your starting point um and you won't you know there's a really strong chance that you might not see that change on the scales um, so without those starting pictures, um, and it, it happens time and time again with clients, um, they'll get however many months into their journey and they maybe feel comfortable to take pictures and it's like, well, that's great and you look great, mm-hmm. but we've no idea how you looked at the start. Every client I know who's never taken a check-in picture has reached regretted. a point where they've regretted yeah. not taking a check-in picture. Yeah. Um, the other important thing with them as well is when it comes to getting a result, it's about stepping out your comfort zone. Right now where you currently are, is your comfort zone, it's your comfort bubble. And if you want to become better, you need to learn to step out of your comfort zone and step into the, the unknown mm-hmm. to in order to progress and grow. If you want to gain confidence to go to the gym, if you want to gain confidence to wear a certain dress or wear a certain outfit, if you just want to gain confidence to ask the person you'll work out for a date or whatever it is, you need to gain confidence full stop. Mm-hmm. It's not a case of, Oh, I, I don't need confidence to take a picture of myself. I need confidence to go to speak to somebody. No, confidence is confidence. Mm-hmm. There is no... It, it bleeds over everything. And if you want to progress yourself in any way, you need to learn to step out of your comfort zone because it's outside that comfort zone is where the progression is. If you want to... Yeah, if you want to lose weight, you, you right now you need to go from your current comfort zone, which is making you not like how you look, and step in something which is uncomfortable, which allows you to become the way you want to look and the more you learn to step out of your comfort zone the further you can step so if you're somebody who right now would never comment on a facebook post because they don't want to know that somebody's doing it or that you're doing it sorry or you would never um tell your friends you're on a diet or whatever and you would absolutely not no chance in hell would i ever step in the gym does that person sound like somebody who's going to succeed in a fitness journey? It's unlikely if you maintain that mindset. When you think of somebody who's crushing it all the time, they're posting on Instagram, they're in the gym, or they're working out at home, whatever it is, and everyone's all, oh, how'd you do that? How'd you manage this? And they're, do you know what I mean? Trying yeah. to, they're, they're very, they're not in your face about it, but you do proactive. notice they're, they're proactive, you notice their, their confidence changes, and everyone says, oh, my confidence has gone you know, 10x ever since I started this. And that all starts from doing small things instead of getting out of comfort zone. And one of the easiest things you can do is take a picture of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then that, well, that was uncomfortable. Yeah, I know it was, but now you've got a little bit more confidence. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you'll be doing something else. Mm-hmm. A com- the example I have is when I did a fat loss masterclass, a free fat loss thing I did, I had everyone comment, everyone on the live, you had to comment and say, hello, I'm here. And everyone did that and they got more and more comfortable doing that. And by the end of the week, I opened up a new Facebook group for anyone who wanted to join the team. And in that team, they had to post something that said, hey, my name is X, my job is X, my goal is X. And those people would have never done that if they hadn't first commented on the the lives. So they had to make that one step to make a bigger step and now they're posting selfies they're posting workout videos but they've had to make that journey through small steps of stepping out of the comfort zone mm-hmm. that confidence is bled into the rest of their life two more things about progress photos 
Um, so, these are important. Yeah. So yeah. Um, one is that um, a good picture of yourself just quickly is sometimes if people take progress photos, so their, their starting photo is like a really, really close up picture in the mirror. Like a selfie. Uh huh. So don't worry about like cutting off your head and stuff because like we would do that, you know, mm. like I say, we would never ever post something without your permission and that shares your face and everything. So try your best to stand away from the camera and get your full body in it. Um, but a lot of the time, you know, if it's too close in and we can't actually see the outer shape of your body, so you're cutting off parts of your arms, right? Okay, so how wide yeah. do those arms actually go out? Or well, you're from the knees down and up because it's like in the way. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really hard. So one is ideally they should be good photos, um, which just means basically get your whole body in it. Um, or, Head to toe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the second thing about progress photos is another thing um, what, what we're saying about the scale weight not changing that much um, a lot of the time I want to say it's the puppy effect or something like that but basically like if you see yourself every single day in the mirror you won't notice the same changes oh yeah I always compare it to hair growth that's the most of our guys it's supposed to be quite to like or in fact you get your nails done yeah. That's a good example. Right. Right, you get your nails done and the nails, the bit, the, the paint covers that, the whole nail. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Now tell me if I'm wrong here. Right. Is there ever a period where you think, well, they're alright? Or are they fine, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine, all they need done? Kind of, yeah, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine. They're 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 fine. They're they're done. Yeah, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine. They're not, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine. Same with weight loss. You're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're skinny. <laughs> because, you, you, because you see yourself every day, yeah. subconsciously, you look in the mirror when you brush your teeth. When you put your clothes on, if you're a female, when you put your makeup on, when you're talking to somebody, you your subconsciously your reflection is in their eye. Yeah. When you walk past a mirror, a window reflection, you see yourself all the time. You're not going to see small changes weekly, mm-hmm. but when we see you only once a week, mm-hmm. we will see these small changes because we've only seen you once a week. Yeah. So we'll more often than not be able to point out areas of progress that you haven't realised yourself. And again, I would say like nine times out of ten when I've done this, the clients, they've been like, oh yeah. Um, and you can appreciate it once yeah. we point it out. It's just that, like I say, if you look at yourself every single day in the mirror, um, multiple times a day, you will not be able to identify it as much as what we see. Um, I think that's progress photos. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, so we've now discussed... What a check-in is. Mm-hmm. The importance of all, of all, the, all the stuff, all the background stuff. Yeah. Why pictures are important. Oh, mm-hmm. quickly, for anyone trying to take a picture, um, top tip, set your phone up on a window ledge, put it on the video format, mm-hmm. record yourself and then take screenshots. Mm-hmm. Don't try and rely on a timer because it's just too difficult. Yeah. Take screenshots for video. Um, right. So... We're talking about check-ins, good check-ins versus bad check-ins. Okay. What's a good check-in? Okay, so a good check-in is not necessarily, um, the, the common misconception is that a good check-in means that you've lost weight. You've got a result. Um, that's not true. A good check-in is one that's, well, eight on time. Let's <laughs> start off with that. Um, rather than getting it at like 10 o'clock at night sent over to us because we want to get it back to you in a decent time and we can't do that if you send out crazy nights, crazy times. Um, again, to do with timing would be having it on the same day each week. That massively, that can really affect your weight if mm-hmm. you weigh yourself at different days of the week. Um, so making sure that it's once a week on the same day each week in the right time. Um, a details check-in. Um, 
there's not really too so much a thing as too much information. No. Um, especially when it comes to your journey, and some people are like, oh, I don't know if that. Especially females are too scared to talk about being on their period. You can't be on the web share. Yeah, there's really not much that we haven't heard or don't need to hear uh-huh. apart from who's having a barney each other in your work. The more the better, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's relative to your fitness journey, then it's relative for us to know. Um, so yeah, a good detailed check-in um, and then one where you've, like I say, taken your pictures and taken your mm. measurements and things. A good check-in. That's a good check-in. And an honest as check-in. I say, a good check-in is an honest check-in. Yeah. It's not about, if you've not been successful this week, then let's say, for example, right, you're 100% honest with us, you've not lost weight and you've been 100%. We then know, okay, we need to change your food or change your output. Yeah. But if you then lie to us and say, oh, you know, I did the work and I didn't get a result, I'm like, okay, I'll change food. But if you're not doing the work, you don't need a food change. Yeah, you, just, you need to do the work. Yeah. And so we need to know what's actually going on so yeah. we can then assist you in how to... Improve. get the result yeah. yeah and improve so the, a good check-in isn't one where you've succeeded it's one where you've been honest mm-hmm. and if anything a check-in is more important when you've not got a result mm-hmm. than when you have because when you have got a result you know you can get a pat on the back and say well done keep going mm-hmm. but if you've not got a result things need to be changed mm-hmm. you either need to be challenged in what you're currently doing mm-hmm. Or we need to update your plan. So on those days where you're not seeing progress, what's so common is people roll into a ball and stick their head in the sand. And that's the worst thing you can do. Mm-hmm. We need to know what's going on yeah. so we can then don't help you. Oh, you know, I'm sorry to let you down. Yeah. You only let us down if you don't talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, something just went right out my head. I was going to say something there. Have it been honest? Um, oh yeah, we're not we're not like drill sergeants and we're no. not going to shout at you if you're like, oh, do you know what? Like I, for it, it doesn't really matter. Like obviously, if week on week on week you're not adhering to things and it's just excuses, that's a different matter. But if you, for whatever reason, this week didn't hit your steps or didn't get to the gym or didn't for track your food or you know whatever happened and you didn't tick the boxes then we're not going to scream at you or we're not going to like pie you or yeah. kick you off the team or like... So the absolute worst case scenario is you might be, you might be challenged, you might be told, yeah. you, might be, you might be asked like, well why are you not doing it? And you might be put on the spot a wee bit and been told, well what's going on? Yeah. But that's usually if it's been like six weeks and, you're, yeah. and you're still not scenario. doing it, you might be like, okay right, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Um, but in general. But nine times out of ten, yeah. it's usually a circumstance out of your control. Yeah. In which we then say, so you control. What, yeah. you do, what, what can we do about it? What can you do yeah. about it? Nothing. Or like, yeah. if it is something that we can control. What can we control? We'll yeah. Work together to overcome get it. Get you on track. Yeah. And then a bad check-in is then one where you either don't do it. Yeah, the flip side of that. Or you lie in it. And again, people think a bad check-in is one like, oh, they say they step on the scales and the scales have gone up. Um, or they didn't adhere to things. Oh, I've not, I've not done well, so I'm just not going to check in. That, yeah. That would be a bad check-in. Like, like Jack said, if anything, those bad weeks, quote-unquote bad weeks, are the times when it's most important to talk to us because we want to come up with a plan to help you. We're not going to... Aye, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get a coach to be motivated and have accountability. And then when you're not motivated, you don't, yeah. you don't come looking for accountability. Yeah, and then you don't want to. And then, like you say, you're just burying your head with trauma. Yeah. Like, it's really, really not... And, you get, and then what tends to happen is you see other people succeed and you start to get triggered mm-hmm. because you don't think, how come, how come I'm not getting results? How come they're ignoring me? Mm-hmm. You're like, well, you 
can't, you're not fucking reaching out. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Communicating. Communication is really key. important, especially when you think that you shouldn't be. Yeah. So a bad check-in is one that you don't do, you don't basically. Do. That's the only bad check-in, is one that you don't do. And the last thing I would say is about checking in is important, like she touched on it before there, is the importance of when you weigh yourself. So just really quickly, pick a day, and that is the day you weigh yourself. You don't weigh yourself on any other day, and the reason is weight fluctuates depending on um, yeah, water intake, bowel movements, how much you trained, how much you moved, if you changed your food from yesterday, loads affect um, you know, there's, there's so much affects how much you weigh so your weight will zigzag up and down throughout the week mm-hmm. so if you weigh yourself on a Monday and again on a Wednesday that is not consistent mm-hmm. weight does fluctuate but the way we, we can keep it as accurate as possible is by being as consistent as possible so that means same day every single week the second thing is then doing it fasted on an empty stomach and you're gonna. There's no other time in the day if you're sleeping eight hours. Then there's no other point you will. You'll be more fasted and have an emptier stomach than first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. The second you go for a shower, you have a glass of water, a bite to eat. You are gonna weigh something mm-hmm. because there's gonna be water in your system, food in your system. Mm-hmm. So you wake up, you go to the bathroom, and you weigh yourself. Mm-hmm. The second thing, it sounds daft, maybe sounds uncomfortable, but weigh yourself naked. And the reason for this is we are looking for half a pound to two pounds per week. Pajamas weigh more than two pounds. So if you wear thin pajamas because it's a warm night and then the next week it's cold and you wear thick pajamas, you might lose two pounds, but your pajamas weigh a kilo. So it looks like you've gained weight Mm -hmm. because you're in different clothing. So get all your clothes off and weigh yourself naked. What I I do is, is I set the scales up, I go to the bathroom and I stand up my pants there anyway, and I just step out of them and step onto scales. TMI. I don't care. That's how, that's how I weigh myself. I just step out of them and step on the scales. And it's as easy as that. I was going to say, is if you're like going into, like before you go for your shower. Nah. Well, yeah, true. I just yeah. turn around, I set the them up, I go to the toilet, take my pants off, and I turn around and step on the scales. It's as easy as that. Lovely. And I weigh myself, and then I wash my hands. Lovely. I don't touch them with my hands, scales are already down. <laughs> Stand on them, like stand on them, anything else. Good one, sanitise my skills. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's how you do it. That's how you, it's, uh, yeah. Measurements, also the same. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, pictures, they could be later on, um, but you might find that food causes bloating. Mm-hmm. Um, so ideally they would be first thing. If they have to be later, then I suppose that's the one thing I would suggest being later. The only, yeah. the only issue is you might then be bloated mm-hmm. and on a week where you do have a weight fluctuation your fit, your pictures won't be accurate mm-hmm. um, it takes five minutes to be perfectly honest if you're telling me you've not got time in the morning yeah ultimately you could get well, up, just, yeah, you you could get up five minutes earlier yeah, yeah. yeah you could ah, if, you, if you as long as you get the measurements taken yeah, in get it all done you can then submit it at lunch night or but just yeah, or lunch or whatever just get the notes on your phone and then submit it later on mm-hmm. Then yeah. I think that's it. That's the check-in. Check-in's good and bad. Check-in's good and bad. And the importance of them is just essentially, in a nutshell, if you do check-ins, it's how you can guarantee results. Mm-hmm. And it's also how you'll boost motivation because when you do a check-in, you'll see progress. If you see progress, you'll be motivated to keep going. Mm-hmm. 
And then so people say, I need more motivation. They need clarity in what's going on. So if you're not get clarity, start tracking more things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I say guarantee results because if we then know what's going on, we can then dictate your week and we can make the appropriate changes. So if you're not getting results, we'll then make the changes so that you are getting results. Mm-hmm. And therefore you get a result. Results. Yeah. <laughs> if so facto. Yeah. And that's check-ins. Woohoo. So, um... If anyone can remember what I said episode three was going to be... We should probably just... Be I four. Could, this is four. So four. I, I could listen back, but I'm not going to. So if anyone can really remember, like then you can text me and let me know. Otherwise, we'll find a different topic. But yeah. what I'm not going to do is tell you what this one's going to be, because I will, I will forget. Be a surprise. Yeah. Cool. Right, that's it there. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Have a lovely time. week, and we'll speak to you soon. Can you say bye? Goodbye. <laughs>